our approach is, uh, I think it's a unique one because uh, instead of having branch offices in uh, different Latin American countries, we said, no, we want to stay here in Madrid uh, all together. And why that? Because uh, when we have um, uh, attracted people from Latin America with their lo local or their home education admitted at their local uh, home offices. That's my guest on today's show, Olaf Fickett. Olaf's the managing partner at Balder IP, an IP firm known for its innovation, bringing together specialist expertise from Latin America and Germany, working together in Spain. Olaf shares how and why he chose to make Spain his home, his interesting journey into the IP industry, and what drove him to establish Balder IP and its unique approach to the provision of global IP services. I'm your host, Justin Simpson. I'm an Australian patent attorney and founder of BillTrader. Welcome to Talking IP, a podcast for IP professionals featuring conversations that take you inside the professional lives and careers of global IP leaders and entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoy the show. Olaf Fickett, welcome to Talking IP. Yeah, thank you for, for calling. Thank you for recording. And it's a pleasure and an honor to, to speak to you. Huh? Well, it's good to see you. We, we haven't seen each other in a little while. but Long time. Uh, you probably haven't been on a conference in a little while. Not many people have, but I do remember when I would bump into you on a conference, I would be very confused because I, I know who you are, but you look and you sound German, but you're from Spain. What, what's your family background? That's right. That's right. You know, I always say that, well, I'm both. I was born in Germany. I grew up in Germany. And when I was uh, 20, I, I, I went to Spain. Well, I, I can tell you afterwards why. And uh, now I'm living here for 46 years. So I'm, I have both uh, nationalities, the German one and the, the Spanish one. But uh, there's still people asking me, what do you prefer, Spain or Germany? And I say, hey, look at, look at how long I'm living in Spain. So you have the answer. <laughs> um, of course, I, I, I also love Germany, but, but uh, I, I feel very, very comfortable and, and very happy here in, in, in Spain because, uh, you know, the, the, the climate, the people, uh, it's, it's perhaps a bit, like, a bit like in Australia, you know, the, the sun is, is important in life. Uh, maybe they, that's why they, they called me sunny boy when I was a young boy in Germany. <laughs> I was always very happy and, and, and perhaps spontaneous. But uh, at the end, I, I, was, I think life is uh, a result of many coincidences. But uh, you're right. I'm physically, I clearly a German. You know, I have that horrible German accent speaking English because that's my school, my school German. The, many people say that, you know, that's what I learned. You never get uh, rid of that. You know, you have to go that way. But I achieved to speak uh, Spanish in a in a way without any accent. So uh, even when my when my wife or when I met my wife for the first time in the faculty, she asked me if I was from the southern part of Europe uh, of Spain. You know? So the, she clearly thought I were um, a Spaniard. So, um, but uh, of course, after forty six years, it's not a big merit um, to to speak accentless Spanish. And of course, I, I, I conserve a little bit my German. My English is terrible with that German German accent. But anyway, no, not, not at all. I mean, we, we Australians, <laughs> well, we, we're lucky to speak English at all. Uh, yet uh, anyone with a second language, let alone a third. So you speak uh, English, German, Spanish, any others, uh, a bit of Portuguese, maybe? Well, I, I spoke, I spoke very fluently French, but because I, I did uh, at school, you know, in Germany, there are two uh, routes uh, you can go via the language or they call it the new language route uh, that, that's uh, focusing on on the languages 
and the other is of course science and and i went uh, via the language route they say it's a new language institute but the bad time i had the worst time i had was with latin which is not a new language of course <laughs> it's not it's not uh, i learned latin at school it's a very old language yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course it was helpful for for french and 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 spanish afterwards but french i was quite fluent but when learning spanish i deleted completely my my french uh, knowledge i understand i can read but uh, it took some weeks, I, I suppose, to, to get fluent again in, in French language. The brain only fits so much. It, uh, certain things come in and other things fall out the back. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's very wise uh, that the brain gives you that opportunity. <laughs> well, I, I knew I liked you for a reason. My children always uh, get annoyed at me because I tell them in high school, I won the Latin prize, which means the top score at the end of... Then I tell them there were only, other, only two people studying it. And the other person, his nickname was Bozo the Clown. So it wasn't that uh, difficult an achievement. But you're languages are very far ahead thank you <laughs> when you look when you see on television the the german culture the spanish culture i mean i actually think american television the perception of germans is, is sort of very uptight it's not my experience i have a sister-in-law in munich and very very lovely relaxed people but compared to germans the spanish are an even more relaxed people H how did you go fitting into the uh, relaxed culture with the siestas and not very rigid work timetables as we're perceived to see well, I think it's that's very easy, you know. Anyway, you know, my my parents, uh, especially my my father, he was very, very German, very structured. Uh, everything was 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 planned in his in his life. He he obliged me to have a siesta every day, half an hour, because he he was convinced that it is very a nap is very important in your life for health reasons. So they really my parents really obliged me to have a nap or a siesta. <laughs> siesta, yes. Every day, uh, half an hour. And what was what I was doing? I was was uh, uh, li laying there on the sofa and and reading the newspaper on the ground, you know, uh, especially the sports sports part of the newspapers. <laughs> but for me, the big difference, if they ask me, is especially is, is really that behavior. I, I think we we have to live all in a respectful environment. But I'm I'm very well, I don't like very much the different classes perception or the different, you know, I think we are all the same, the human beings. And of course, then we are all different because we have a different environment, different education, different places, religion, whatever, whatever. And you have to be respectful with that. But uh, the first approach must be the really same approach you know we are all the same and and it's also a learning process you know so if you look at someone who is very different that should not be a reason to have a an opinion on that person and spain is a, a country where the people are, are closer now if you ask an asian a colleague or friend uh, what is you're much surprised about they say the the proximity because we we speak we are we are close we hack a lot um, that was a big, big problem in the in this pandemic, you know, because uh, you cannot be close uh, with the, the COVID, Spanish yes. family. They they live very close, and we we hack even our our grandparents. So um, that, of course, in the pandemic times was really a problem. And for this reason, maybe in Italy and Spain, where it first came up uh, very um, severely, that was one of the reasons. Because I always say, if you go to the northern, the northern you go in, in, in Europe, you go to Germany or even uh, up to the north to Scandinavia, that's not a problem. Yeah? They don't hug their parents. They don't hug their, 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 their <laughs> friends. So there's a, a certain barrier eh, which, which avoids uh, to, get, to get ill with the corona. I think this proximity, you know, the, the people are much more spontaneous in, in Spain. Is that what I 
what I really like. You know, you have uh, less borders, less uh, barriers, and um, of, co of course, without um, losing the respect uh, to older people, younger people, you don't know. But for instance, within our firm, well, you don't have it in English, you know, the difference between friendly you or... Um, like in French, the formal you and the yes. That's right, like in German as well and, and also in Spanish. Well, we, within our firm, we all call ourselves you in the friendly way. So that means uh, there are, of course, uh, so many differences between the people in Balde as people are because we have all different education, different formation, religion, culture. We are, we are here at our firm. We are more than 25 different uh, nationalities, which is wow. a real culture mix, but it's very enriching because uh, there are people from, from everywhere, um, and especially from, from Europe and from Latin America because we are specializing on, on, on both, both areas in IP. It's almost like you're working at the United Nations there. I, 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 yeah. I've noticed myself and uh, your comment that uh, everyone is the same. I, I noticed uh, one of the opportunities in the intellectual property industry is to meet people from around the world. And because you're a little bit similar, you have a similar education, a similar, it's interesting to find people on the other side of the world who are just like you. I don't know if you've had that experience. Yeah, I think, you know, when the, the first time you travel perhaps to Asia, which is, is even much more different than traveling to Australia from Europe because of the mentality and, and culture and everything, I was, I was thinking, oh, they must be very, very different. And one of the first conclusions was, no, uh, they are not. They are very, very similar. Of course, they have a different, different, of course, there are differences between Japan, Korea, or China. But, but at the end, you know, people who are very, very similar because they have the same hopes, they have the same uh, illusions. Um, they even think in a very, very similar way. And of course, they are surrounded by different political systems, different religions, different uh, culture. But they, for me, the essence was for me surprisingly similar. They, mm. they, you know, the, the people all over the world, I think they, they love to be with their, with their families. They love to be with their friends. We all have learned that we, we can't choose our families, but we can choose our, <laughs> our friends. This is true. So that's, that's very, very nice on the other side. I think uh, if, uh, if we had this level of communication and this level of travel many years ago, perhaps World War I might, have, might not have happened, perhaps World War II. Certain wars, I think, uh, are built from miscommunication of people, uh, which uh, I think uh, good communication solves these issues. That's, that's a conclusion. I think that I totally agree with you. That's, that's a conclusion. I think uh, communication is everything, huh? everything. It's, uh, you start with a couple. You start with uh, within the family. You go to friends uh, within the firm. In the in a, in a firm in our NIP um, world, it's, it's as well so important. If you communicate, and of course, as you say, all over the world, there, there would be less wars or no wars, um, no conflicts. If you if you, but even in in, in a smaller level in, in politics here in, in in Spain, you know, the, the people should communicate much more because. Even our firm, my, I would say my best friend here is, is one of my partners. Perhaps he is a bit more conservative than I am. But when we come together and we, we, we expose uh, our arguments, at the end, we, the, we come to the very, very similar conclusion. Once you understand the heart of the matter or the heart of what the other person's intention is, uh, you can at least relate to it. Whether you agree or not uh, is another thing. Yeah, 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 of course. Now, talking about uh, aspirations and hopes in life, uh, uh, when you were a very young man, you were actually studying medicine, uh, not law, but then you went in a different direction. How did that happen? Well, I, I must say I mentioned the word uh, uh, coincidences. I think uh, life, um, at least my, my life is very much uh, 
uh, influenced by coincidences. And I'm a lucky guy. I'm I'm a sunny sunny boy in a certain way. So I'm <laughs> these coincidences were very very positive ones, you know. And you know my my perhaps even I was not very. I was always a bit late in my life. Uh, it was not the the major boy uh, or with the, the example my my father perhaps uh, was expecting for me because I was his old his oldest uh, son. Um, I was. Um, the contrary, I was, uh, I, I loved sports and I was going loving sports. And, and, and when even my, my, my friends were, were having the first girlfriend, I was still having sports in mind in, in the first <laughs> place. But every, everything came afterwards, of course, in a, in a natural way. And I, I told you that I went to a, a language institute. But uh, how life is, my, my, one of my best friends, he was, uh, when I was doing the military service, he was uh, starting to, to, to study medicine. And I went with him to, to the hospital uh, several occasions, and I was impressed. I don't know if I was impressed by the, by the nice girls around him in the, in the, in the hospital and very capable and, and the nice environment. But um, that was mixed up with, with my eternal protest attitude towards my father because he was a very very uh, well-known famous uh, lawyer okay. in a very boring uh, law area which was a constructive and urbanistic law well boring to me uh, other uh, the love it find it very exciting so it was like um, a double reaction one um, uh, one part was uh, maybe there are other words which can be very interesting um, even coming from the language uh, root in at school to don't become a lawyer as your father, yeah? and uh, so that was that was the the, the real reason yeah? uh, to to say hey. And then they told me, okay, you can if you want to study medicine. There was a numerous clauses here also already in Germany, but they told me, okay, but you can start in a different country, and once you are entering the faculty, you continue start studying medicine in Germany. No no problem, and that was the the real reason to to starting studying medicine in Spain. Another friend of mine, he. His father had an office here in Madrid, and they said, "Hey, of course, of course, they will recognize um, and and uh, convalidate the German Abitur, the Baccalaureate, the, the mm-hmm. um, in in Spain, and you you can immediately once you know a bit Spanish, you can enter the faculty." And so we we took uh, the Volkswagen, the little car, and came over after the military service, and and I didn't know didn't know Spanish language. So we had to, to learn, and then when learning Spanish, they, they told us no, the information you got was uh, was not the correct one. You have to <laughs> you have to pass uh, the same exam all the Spaniards have to pass to enter the university, and that was exactly when I was so impressed by you know such a different world in in Spain to say hey, or I I will do everything I I can do to stay here. And, and to pass the exam and to live in this country. I, I love it. It was totally different because from the uh, structured Germany, I came to a country which was um, coming out of a, of a dictatorship for four years after the Spanish Civil War, which ended in, in 30 39 before the second world war started and uh, exactly one year before i came to spain uh, franco uh, died in 75 in in november and i came over to spain in 76 so it was completely different everything in spain but it was very attractive because it was like like a, a country um we um well it was like a renaissance huh? like a, a renaissance, renaissance because uh, yes, yes. 
there was no um, political education in the country. Um, um, it, it was a very, very religious country. Um, and so there were the people started to 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 see the the life and and world in a in a different way that was was imp impressive. So you can imagine to be a, a young a young man here. I was I was twenty in in such an interesting environment. It was like everything was was was. Uh, uh, starting to live in 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 Spain, and uh, Spain Spain had an impressive growth um, in, in well in, in all the decades I'm now living in Spain. It's impressive how how it developed. It was really a, a very a quite old fashioned country, and it it uh, developed in a, in a very very modern country. Well, it was in those times not part of the of the Union European Union. It was not part of. Uh, of NATO and so on. It was was a little bit isolated in, in even in Europe, and it was fascinating how how everything changed in the, in this country. You know, in, in in all the aspects. You know, and it is impressive. If I look back to the end of the 70th and look at now the 21st century, it's like day and night. You know, it's a very big difference. And but the essence, which I have mentioned several times, that that spontaneousness. You know the the proximity, um, the 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 uh, constant wish to to enjoy life, but also to be um, serious at work, to be ambitious. I think it's a very good mixture, and uh, I think it's a very positive country. And people are well. Maybe um, uh, once again, the weather, um, the sun has a has a very positive impact. But the people are very positive. It's not a not a crying country. Well, I, I, that makes that may be a big difference to Germany. In in Spain, they're less uh, pessimistic. They are they are you know they if if there's a an economical crisis in Spain, the the people do not stop going to the restaurants to see their friends and their their family. What they do is they spend less money they, they <laughs> on a smaller consume. screen. <laughs> yeah. Or a smaller screen, you know, or or even no car, and and uh, and and that, I think that's 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 uh, it's very important, you know. You, you for me, it's a very important thing in life to to define what is your life standard, yeah? or what do you need to be happy. Yeah? Uh, but that's not only in our. Uh, uh, it's also that also touches the professional life. And uh, well, we have we didn't we have we didn't have the have, have the opportunity to speak very much, uh, Justin, you and me. But uh, I also, of course, perceive people like like you, and, and you were one of the the very proactive people in in IP. Uh, when when I knew you with uh, in in Ovia, I think it was um, yes, uh, that was was a brilliant idea. And uh, like like Bill Trader as well, and and I don't know you very well, but but uh, it, it, you're one of the people I I like very much, even without knowing you, because uh, you have always been you know proactive and and changed in the concept the contents of, of of work, because that's another for me very important thing. Um, I think um, if you can, and 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 I think I am very lucky, and you as well, uh, to to do so if you can. Um, um, never stay where where you are starting to get bored, yeah? because uh, the contents must change uh, within a firm, um, uh, within the IP world which uh, surrounds um, uh, us. And I saw you. You started with Inovia, which was, was a brilliant idea. And but after after some time, you said, "Okay, um, uh, now it's done." <laughs> 
um, it's not first with, with validation of, of European patents and also PCTs. And now, I, I suppose, you said, okay, now it's done. I need an, a, another a challenge in my life and, and I will, will change. And uh, I think that is, that is uh, what I really like in life. You, know, you have to try to, to be always uh, challenged because we, we always learn in life. Um, um, perhaps in the last years I have learned more than when I was uh, 35. <laughs> um, and, and but but and also negative um, things you 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 live and you experience and you learn. But I think you can always take a positive of the negative things because we live in a world where many things are negative. Because uh, well, look around and you look at, at the politics and look at what 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 happens in in, in the US or or in Russia, Ukraine, uh, UK, wherever you look to. Uh, there are there it's. I think nobody is is fine with what he or she sees around, um, but I think uh, you are, of course, finer when you when you take a positive uh, positive conclusions of what what, what you're seeing around. So, and um, that's that's very important in in in, in your company. Uh, it starts with the respect to everybody uh, to try to motivate uh, the people in a sincere way. Um, I want to be the happiest, you know. I am, I, and to be, to be, to be, to be one of the happy people. And for that reason, I think it's very important to to share. I think many of us, we are, especially the IP sector, is I think it's a very happy sector because uh, we are we are still having a, a, a good 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 days and and uh, good good earnings and good income and uh, mm. uh, that that may change also in the future. So we we uh, well you have to be very proactive as you are, huh? but not many people are uh, so proactive and many people go the 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 the, the traditional route and that may be also changing. But we are happy today and for to be happy tomorrow i think it is very important to share a little bit more you know i think you're right and uh, and uh, you've uh, you've made some very nice comments i appreciate your uh, positiveness the sunny boy is obviously very at home in in spain and uh, yes we've only spoken a few times uh, in person on conference but I, I certainly get a very good impression uh, of you and uh, hence wanted to chat with you on this show and get to know you a little bit better you've traveled around the world you've met a lot of people you commented that you don't want to stay in the same place for all of your life. And if you're not feeling happy moving on, just like I've done in a few of my workplaces, you were at uh, Herrera and Associates for a lot of years. I'm sure you were happy for a long time there. Uh, tell me about your time there and, and what made you decide to leave in the end. Yeah, of course. I stayed with uh, Herrero for, for 23 years, so a very long time. So I started there very young. And they were young. Well, I, I was always late. So I started there. Well, that, <laughs> that's, that's something I smile about uh, um, many, many occasions because uh, the, the people here in our firm and also it was the same at the railroad, they start much earlier. They are much more focused on, on the profession. They, they study a lot. They uh, finish their education much earlier or even several educations. And well, but, but I'm, I started very late. I, I started, um, strange to remember that, but uh, I think it's very important. I started I, my first eight hour job uh, was when I started in the railway with 33 years. Uh. Oh, wow. 30, what were you doing years. with yourself before that? You're, you're driving around in your combi van? So of course I had four, before that I, had, I started in IP with 31. I had a four hour job, your half, half time job. And, um, 
but then I, I, th I think I, I really focused on what the serious uh, work part of life is. And, and my, I was pushed by my, my wife. I met her in the medicine faculty and she said, hey, now, now you're, uh, I think, old enough um, to, <laughs> to focus a little bit on the, on the serious things in life, apart from enjoying life. And um, I think that was a, a good change. That's when I, started, when I, I married in 89 and um, three days later, I started at Aero. Um, and I spent that 23 years and I'm, I'm, I'm really very thankful uh, of, of that time. I learned a lot. I really changed to, to a radio from the former firm where I had a half-time job because um, um, I, I realized that it was a place where I would learn a lot. And, and that was the case. There were fantastic professionals, nice, nice people. Also, um, uh, it was one of the first non-family IP companies in, in, in Spain because in, in Spain, the, the origin of IP was, was a little bit uh, limited to, to families, which I also have to smile. When I when I tell it, because until '86, when the when the '86 uh, patent law in those times changed that, it was the first uh, time where non-family members could um, get access to the profession. Until '86, the only way to to become a patent attorney or trademark attorney in Spain was by inheritance. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't so, study for it. Yeah, so there was no way to get the access to the profession. It was uh, a, a monopoly by owned by families, and that's that change. And yeah, it's it's really incredible because uh, you, we would never understand it uh, coming from Australia, from other uh, European countries, and so on. But that changed, and and I, I told you everything changed in Spain um, after after well since what well, the constitution was in seventy eight, and everything changed a lot. But uh, even that changed bit later in 86 and then the there was more and more access to the profession and uh, well in those early times uh, it was the first the first um, non-family uh, company and and of course they, they started in 82 i uh, joined the company in 89 that means three years after the the opening but the name herrera was was a family name of one a lucky family member with the title, but he was not active in the profession. So he, he gave the title to the, the people who founded Herrero in, in 82. Yeah? Wow. So uh, because in 82, there was no way to, 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 to found uh, an IP uh, law firm without um, having that, that. The family connection. Yeah. And you, uh, you uh, obviously learned a lot of that firm. Uh, most uh, IP professionals are either focused on patents or on trademarks, but you, you did both and you led led a team of, of both how did you do that that was that I, i'm you know i'm i'm really thankful once again and and happy about that because uh, uh, i started with uh, well, i'm a trademark attorney i'm not a patent attorney i have no well i have that short medicine background uh, of course i i passed the the physics exam the biochemical exam the, the statistic exam and so on so i have some it was for me a, a, a big challenge because i came from that language institute but uh, so I'm, I'm not a patent attorney i have no skills in that in that way apart from that uh, short uh, brief uh, medicine uh, experience but uh, i think it is so important to to have that global view on on the profession to to see all the important areas um, some patent people they they do not realize that uh, what their clients have invented will receive a name 
and this name is a trademark. Huh? So there's a very, very a clear a link between both uh, main areas of, of our IP world. And uh, to, to be involved in both uh, areas, I think it's, it's also very important, especially if you want to, to give a good assessment to a client, especially if you want to help the client to have a, a good strategy which is very important for a company to have that IP assessment, but overall assessment, not only on the patent side, but also the trademark side designs. There are, there are many aspects of our IP world, not only patents and trademarks. So that's, that's, that's much more. And, and for that reason, I'm very thankful that I could be active first in the trademark area. And the partner who was a founding partner of Herero, afterwards he, be, he became really one of my, my best friends. He, he he passed away. It was uh, very, very sad. And so I took over um, the, the trademark uh, department uh, for foreign clients in, in those times. And uh, well, I, I learned a lot, especially from, from I, I will give the name because he's one of the, the most important people in, in my life. It's Gerhard Koch. He was a found, founding partner came, coming from Germany. For that reason, also the former firm had an increasing important German desk. And, and he was, of course, the, the founder, not only of the railroad firm with others, but also of the, of the German desk. And, and I learned a lot. He was, uh, uh, I learned a lot in, in that firm. And uh, when he passed away, well, I took over. And afterwards, another founding partner, he was um, leading the, the patent department. They said, okay, as, as he had the contacts with all the foreign clients, you are the man. You should take it over. I was I was really reluctant to do it because I'm 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 not not as you are. I'm I'm a trademark guy, and uh, but I think challenges in life are are always welcome or nearly always welcome. And I said <laughs> okay, and I said okay, I will I will do it. I take over the patent department, and uh, I think it was it was um, also a, a shock not only for me at the beginning, perhaps also for the, the members of the patent department because. Uh, it was like like the entrance of fresh air because uh, I of course conserve certain German attitudes and and one of them is uh, to question everything. <laughs> the <laughs> Germans question question everything, and perhaps in a bit negative way, in some not 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 a very positive way, but um, um, it's, it's, I think it's very important to question many things in life, eh? and and you have to question yourself as well, of course. So I was questioning many things in the, in the patent department and i think some important uh, changes were were achieved when i was uh, heading the patent department uh, department for foreign clients in the Herero firm just to give you one one example because you are you were very active in that area and very successful uh, justin you know i was seeing that in those times you know so many things changed you know the people can't remember remember that that when i started there was there was still communication via telex <laughs> and then fax, telex, you know, huh? yes. and then fax. And of course, afterwards we have what we have, but um, um, and that's great. I remember very well when I came to the, to the, arrived at the patent department, I was thinking about, hey, every morning there came very big packages of, of, uh, of patents from, from abroad, um, uh, from, from, from European countries um, to validate the European patents. You know what I mean? Huh? Yes. And um, so they, even big companies in Germany and other other European countries, they they send their, these big packages, uh, very heavy ones from time to time. They arrived at our firm in the railroad. They had to distribute these heavy packages, and they came to our department and they said, okay, and then we opened it, and there was a big patent with a very just one sheet letter. Please validate 
Spain. <laughs> in Spain, the patent. Um, and, and I was thinking about, it. hey, now we are able, we are already able to, to download uh, the patents from the EPO database. Why do they send the packages? Why do they uh, invest the, the work time and the, and the work to prepare the packages to ask us to validate the patent in Spain? Because on the other side, before arriving at our firm, there I, I imagined um, a man or a woman photocopying the, the patent, preparing the package and so on. And that's why I said, okay, let's try to improve our validation rate in our firm. And I said, okay, let's invent something very easy. And I, co- I called it the PVS, the Patent Validation Service. Not, not what you invented afterwards, but it was a patent <laughs> validation service. It was very simple. In, in, in German language, was was the same letters, PVS, as a patent validierungs service. And they said, look, it's very easy. Don't... Don't send us anything. <laughs> don't send us anything. Just send us an, an, an email or fax, if you prefer, with three words. Please validate and then the number of the patent. And you can even delete the first word. You don't, don't put the please. <laughs> validate. Um, we will, we will. Once we receive it, we will acknowledge received the very same day. We will download the patent. We will try to file the validation one month before the deadline. So don't get nervous. Uh, you don't have to ask, have you have you all already validated the patent? Because it wasn't is another issue. So we want to create. What I call, and I, the people here, they're, they're bored to, to, to listen to me in that way. <laughs> um, I don't even, I don't want to achieve the win-win. I want to achieve the happy-happy. Yeah? Because, <laughs> because that, that, that win-win consolation, which is so frequently mentioned, I understand it, but I don't like it. Because it's, there's too much an economical interest in the, the win-win definition. If I say I want to achieve a happy-happy consolation, the economical part is included. But um, um, it's not it's not everything. Not not everything. I think that's very important. It's not everything because the happiness I think is much much more important than just the the, the business or the economical aspect. Well, you can't imagine how the validation numbers grew. I still remember some some comments of clients, secretaries, and, and but even even um, head of patent department said, "Hey, I am so thankful. We are now having much more time." We can use the time we had to prepare the packages uh, all over the world with pharmaceutical company uh, validating in all the European countries. It, there are many packages to, to, to prepare in order to validate the, the, the European patent in all the designated countries. So I think this is what I, I, I mentioned before, and, and you are one of these persons in, in my IP life who have achieved that proactiveness to, to change things, right? like, like what, what you offered via Inovia or now with, with Build Trader and so on. I think just to think about what could make me happy, mm. there is an economical aspect as well, of course. We are not in, uh, only NGOs. Yeah? We are, we are, <laughs> uh, but I think that, that that combination is very important. So that's my error time, first trademarks and then uh, the, the patent side. And uh, just to come to an end, why, why did I, I leave uh, the firm? Well, I, I left the firm for, for a very simple reason. I go on being very thankful for what I learned, the nice environment, many wonderful people I, I met. I conserve uh, some of them as, as friends. But at the end, the, it was, was very um, sad because five of the of the founding partner, they passed away. 
five of the ten founding par partners, and at the end, perhaps it was for me a bit uh, un un unlucky because uh, my connection they or they retired, uh, like the, the the founding partner leading the patent department, or or Gerhard Koch who was uh, the founding partner leading the trademark uh, department. He he passed away, and and uh, at the end, the remaining partners were merely uh, Spanish partners. They they were not so open-minded what what perhaps uh, I, I would like to see and even in a firm and they decided to to sell the company before retiring them uh, uh, before retiring um, and to sell it to an, an investment fund and I'm a bit reluctant to to have a investment fund in a in a law firm or an IP law firm uh, one things are one side are the services and maybe validations and what you're offering now under Build Trader, which is great. But I think um, if a company is owned by an investment fund, there are some ethical aspects which which are perhaps a little bit critical when it comes to a law firm, because um, if a law firm decides how should I best solve my Ablicitive um, sources. Well, that's not a problem. Uh, you can go to a, a service provider. You can do it yourself, and so on. But when it comes to the to the point, should I negotiate? Should I go to the route of uh, mediation? Uh, should I go to court or or not? If there are first of all only economical interests, I think that could could be a, a bit risky for for ethical reasons um, within a law firm. And that was, was my impression. But my impression was, above all, I did not want to be governed by economists because um, if an IP law firm like the old one would be property of an investment fund, I would a little bit um, lose my personal freedom. And perhaps I would be governed by people who uh, are not having the, the same interests in, in, in every aspect. So I clearly said, okay, no, I don't I don't want to go that route. I'm a free man. I'm also happy with the, what was exactly when, when the economical crisis of uh, 2008, 2012 was hitting Europe and of course, uh, severely Spain. But I said, okay, I'm 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 happy here at Aero. I'm earning money. I'm I've the most important thing. I'm a, I have a very happy environment, uh, nice people. But I don't want to to go with an investment fund. So I can all, also be happy with the with less money with the rucksack. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't need to have a, a five star hotel. I, I I would like to. Well, I was quite, I was old. I I'm, I'm anyway. I'm an old timer, you know. But when <laughs> when when founding the firm with my friends and colleagues. 10 years ago, I was 56. And I said, okay, don't worry about that. Um, we, we did it. Now we are nearly 100 people in, at Balde and um, in, in different places in Spain. And, and uh, I think we, we are doing very well. We are in all the rankings. We are among among the first Spanish IP law firms. And uh, I think it was, was great, the, the development. But the reason was um, I, I didn't want um, to become part of a firm owned by an investment fund. Well, we went out a good core or the core of the Arrero firm. And because we knew each other, we had a very, very similar philosophy. And, and of course, once you start a new firm, it is always easier to start from, you know, it's like everything. You can re rebuild everything in a, in a new way, in a modern way, of course. Well, that's how, 
how we went out. We left uh, Aero and uh, and at the end, as, as we at the core of the firm went out, the investment fund uh, lost interest in in buying the firm. <laughs> and uh, well, may, maybe there are reconsidered uh, what is the best uh, future for the firm. Um, as a matter of fact, what I know is that, that the firm uh, continues in, in the normal way and, and they are happy as well. And uh, and I think that's, that's how life is, you know. Um, mm. Now, uh, 10 years on at the Boulder IP, congratulations on reaching that uh, 10-year milestone. Uh, I know it's uh, people often say it takes 10 years to be an overnight success, but you, you've grown very, very quickly in that time. You say 100 people in the firm. How do you get so big so quickly? I'm, I'm, I'm seven years into this business. We've only got 10 people. Well, I think it's not a question of, of uh, people of the size of the, of the firm. You know, you can, I, you know, especially in, in, in Germany, I know so, so many IP firms, patent attorney firms with uh, four, five, six, ten, ten people. And some of them, they are so happy that, that they can say to me, look, don't send me work. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm overloaded. Um, um, I don't need any reciprocity. Um, so that I, I, I've heard that from from some German German colleagues. I just I just need your quality and that happiness you you want to create with the, among our our firms. No, I think the, it's not a question of size. I think um, um, our growth our growth was quite harmonized. Um, uh, we started uh, fourteen people. That means uh, eight attorneys and uh, six uh, paralegals. And for me, the most important thing of, of everything is the motivation. Uh, we have even, uh, I think it's everything in life. It's uh, to be motivated. And, and uh, I love the enthusiastic people. You know, if you have to really to, I love, I love even an enthusiastic waiter in a, in a restaurant. You know? <laughs> so people who are, who are really enjoying what they do and they are professionals and they, they know what they have to do. And, and uh, if they are enthusiastic, I think the basic things uh, are clearly being fulfilled because they, there must be a nice environment. They must be uh, fairly, fairly paid. You notice that if you go to a restaurant, if you go to a shop and you see how the people are attending you, you can have an impression of um, countering happy people or unhappy people or just people who are doing the job. And I think in that way, I think the, the most important thing is um, that uh, motivation. Well, we, had a, we have a slogan uh, filed and registered in our firm, which is motivated people. We had, we had some difficulties with the former OHIM. But what, what we achieved that, uh, well, that we, we changed slightly the, the slogan mark to motivated I people, you know, with, we, we, with an IP. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, and that was, was the reason enough to, to get the, the, the slogan mark registered. Uh, we could discuss about that, but anyway, but we have them, the slogan mark registered. I think that's, that's for me, it's personally, it's, it's, it's the most important thing to have motivated people around. And then well, of course you have to, to look at how do I motivate the people? It's not only the the environment you have to create the environment and for us there are, there are several important things or for me at least you know the once again the communication you have to to, to have a, a constant communication with with the people to become aware of their uh, problems hopes illusions um, career plan maybe they they are not any longer happy with the with the work they do or they want to change they want to yeah, i think that that's 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 very important that, that communication base um, and it's difficult especially when you are growing it's much easier if you are only when we started you know we were 14 people of uh, and, and very very few people in but 14 people 
um, we had time, you know, much more time to 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 have a coffee together and and to to enjoy to chat. But when you're growing, I think it's even more important to take the time uh, to come together to communicate um, to understand once again the needs and hopes of of the others to. Uh, continue the education, something very, very important that uh, we will never stop learning and everything is changing. Laws change, everything changes, the world is changing. Now with the pandemic, everything is changing. Uh, we have to adapt to what the pandemic has brought. I suppose in Australia, uh, it has been similar. You know, we are not all coming to the office every day. We have, uh, I think that will, will, will remain in a certain way. Mm. That, that we are combining home office uh, with uh, with the presence here in the firm, but in a sufficient way that we can uh, have that uh, motivation factor solved and that we can exchange our opinion, that we can not only see our faces as now with the pod- podcast, also see the, the body language. Uh, we're able to hack if, we're, if there's a problem solved or something <laughs> happens. I think that's, that's very important. And of course, we are many people because we are covering uh, not only Europe, also Latin America. And our approach, our approach is, um, I think it's a unique one because uh, instead of having branch offices in the different Latin American countries, we said, no, we want to stay here in Madrid uh, altogether. And why that? Because, uh, well, we have um, uh, attracted people from Latin America with their lo- local or their home education admitted at their local uh, home offices, but they have come to Spain. So we have, it took a time to have people um, coming to Madrid um, from Latin America, um, having worked in their home countries before, well, in IP, of course, before their um, home IP offices. And of course, there are uh, now we have uh, people from from Brazil, from Argentina. One one of the Argentinian colleague is is the youngest partner of the firm, actually, and from Mexico, from from Colombia, from uh, Venezuela. You have we have many uh, people who have come to Madrid, uh, who are uh, happy about integrating in our firm here in Madrid, but they have they are admitted in their home countries. We can file uh, electronically. Uh, with their home offices and so on. And we come together here in, in Madrid. So we, we very easily achieve what, what I call that uh, uniform quality. We have a very strong uh, German desk in our firm. The, you know, from time to time, I have I've even a problem because we have, I think, more than 20 Balder members with German as their mother tongue. And, and I know so many German IP firms and there are perhaps even less people than our German desk. And uh, because that is, well, that has, has, has developed in that way. And so we are, we are uh, a very, I think we're a quite unique firm in that sense. You know, we're multicultural, we're international. Uh, we are a real European firm because we have we come from different places in, in, in parts of Europe. And uh, we speak different languages, which is also an advantage to understand the mentality. Uh, that was what we mentioned at the beginning. I think once you speak languages, um, but mainly, of course, English, that's, that's uh, the, I think that will be the world language or is the world language. Lucky for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, I think that's, that's, uh, that's very important, you know, because you can, you can understand the world speaking English eh? because you are able to communicate and to, uh, to try to understand that sets. I, I think the world, well, we will not see it, but perhaps it will be the common language in the world, let's say, in 100 years eh? or even even earlier. Eh? Who knows? It'll probably be Chinese, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I like your approach of uh, 
of having everyone in the same office, uh, but working in the from the different jurisdictions. I haven't seen that before. It's usually, as you say, uh, if you're located in five or six countries, they're all scattered around those five countries, but you're unified in the one spot, which helps communication and, and consistency of work. Yeah, because we have that language and culture uh, um, coincidence, you know, because uh, we, we all, in all these countries, I speak Spanish, plus Brazil and Portuguese, of course, or Brazilian. But, uh, and, and we, I think we are very good culture bridge in a certain way, because we are, we are Europeans and, um, and, and we understand uh, both uh, mentalities. And as even if you look at Europe, we are, um, many of us are German origin. Um, we have also even that um, that mixture of mentality to, to have on one side a good um, and well-structured mind and way of working, but also to have a certain flexibility. And, and uh, I think it's very interesting eh, what, what we are offering to, to the client. That, that is, once again, surely a part of, of uh, what you can call um, success or, or, you know. Um, but I think we... The, the most important thing, apart from the internal motivation, is that that you're really able to to put yourself in the shoes of the of the client. You know, you have to what you did with the Innovia and with Build Trader. That's just thinking, okay, what should be interesting for the client, and then to be able to to realize the answer, yeah? because uh, that's what what you, what you are doing. Yeah? And many people they, they they think it, but they are not able to to. I think the important thing in life is also to resolve uh, things, yeah? not only to to have the ideas. I think the, the the really important and impressive thing is when you are able to realize uh, to resolve what you are um, what you are thinking, which is very difficult, of course, uh, because it's all it's always a risk. If you if you start a new firm. Um, I remember when we started at Aero, we were happy about a, a, every internal email. There was no case. <laughs> there was no. There was no client. There was. There was nothing. Um, we started. We started on on my birthday on June first, uh, twelve, uh, twenty twelve, and there was nothing. Uh, there was uh, no no client. No 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 file. No. Uh, and then you start to you start contacting the, the people and, and, the, and the people uh, realize oh there's a new firm and and I know no people there and and now and, and then it starts um, and it, it takes time I think the I, I forget it a little bit but the, the first the first years were like uh, traveling traveling a lot uh, trying to to you know promote in a certain way but to create a new brand because uh, Balde um, was not existing uh, and there is no there is no Mr. Balde uh, because uh, <laughs> um, um, I, I always say that there will come a time where when someone will say to us uh, and give my give my regards to Mr. Balde <laughs> <laughs> that will come uh, because there is no 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 Mr. Balde it's no uh, Mr. It's, Balde uh, um, we we took the name from well first we didn't want to and it is it's um, allowed here in Spain uh, there's no it's not compulsory to have a sure name uh, being part of the uh, name of the law firm so we looked around we didn't want to have uh, one of our sure names as a, as a name or or, or or the typical thing to add three or four or five I, I know a German IP from that had like like six sure names and you will never remember of course you remember the the, the first first two perhaps so and you did... feel sorry for the receptionist who has to say them all <laughs> <laughs> that's right so we we wanted to have a neutral name perhaps with some some meaning so we we were thinking about the bridge from Europe to Latin America I think we we thought in Latin or Roman uh, name 
but it was uh, already given, it would always taken as a, as a trademark. So that would have been a bad way to begin the IP firm. <laughs> Not being able to trademark your own name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then we looked at the, at the, we said, okay, but something something from Greek or Roman uh, mythology. And they said, oh, then someone said, no, but but many people from us come from, from Europe and from the Northern part of Europe. Why don't we look at the, the German or the northern the Scandinavian mythology, and then we we came to the god Balder. Balder is a, if you look at the if you go to the internet and you look for the name Balder, you have uh, the story of the the northern uh, mythology, which is very and there was a of the light of the intelligence, and then we 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 thought okay these are good um, qualities, and uh, it's a short uh, name. It's um, it starts with the B, so it's, it's also in the in the rankings. We are also we're not the, the last one with the W, <laughs> so um, it is it's easily um, it's easy to pronounce it in German. Uh, we still have our uh, our hair, so. <laughs> We, we we solved that, and uh, that was that was the name of the, the company. So and, and and it's surprising because some of the colleagues they said, "Hey, I know that that's not a, a sure name. It's the name of that uh, northern uh, uh, mythology." So the people, I was surprised about that. Yeah? The, the well-educated northerners uh, understand that. No, I that's didn't right. know. So I'm I'm from all the way down south. So I'm gonna, I'm going to look that up and have a look now. Uh, We've uh, we've had a great chat about many topics tonight. I've, I've got one last question for you. You've uh, you started your firm ten years ago. You've had a great career. You're still obviously very enthusiastic for work and for life. But what's coming up in the future for you? Are you uh, are you going to keep working for another fifty years? Have you got another uh, something planned somewhere in the the south of Spain for you to spend some time in? What's what's coming up for you? No, definitely not. I'm you know I but the idea is um, we have put in our partners agreement. Um, a top age, uh, which I think it's it's very important because uh, even if you, I know and you know as well that there are uh, even older people uh, around in our IP world. And that's very um, it's great and 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 uh, I respect that. But I think it's uh, important to to let the, the younger people come in and and uh, and perhaps that's another reason perhaps for the success of our firm. It's a good combination of young and old. So I learn a lot from from my younger colleagues. I think they learned something from me, but it, it's always the, the combination, the mixture. But and that's great. But I think there comes a, a, a point where where you have to to say goodbye in a certain way because there are many many capable younger people and and even more capable than both myself and and others. It's important because life goes on. I think it's it's a bit strange if you see someone. I had that experience in Japan with some very very old uh, colleagues, and and it was a little bit. Um, strange in some uh, occasions because they were not really any longer linked to our IP world. So I think it's, and, and, and anyway, I think life has different phases, different periods. And uh, I really look forward to to spending more time with my family, with my friends, uh, to, to travel, important part of life, to enjoy enjoy life. And, and until then, um, which is within some some years, I'm I'm really happy to be able to well to try to motivate younger people to try to um, to learn from them, but also uh, to 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 show them look um, life is life is short. Do both, enjoy life, and enjoy also the 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 work. And uh, and I think that's what what you do, uh, Justin. I I appreciate that very much, and have not new ideas. And uh, but everything has 
it's time. They, of course, um, you have also to, to be able to say uh, goodbye to to the profession, and hopefully the health will will be um, nice to us and with us, and we can uh, also enjoy a, a different period of our lives. Well, uh, Olaf Fickett, uh, you certainly still are a sunny boy at the age of 66. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for joining us on Talking Up Here. Thank you. Well, that's it for our latest episode of Talking IP, and thanks to my guest, Olaf Fickett. Thank you for joining us, and please reach out to connect with me on LinkedIn, where we'll share updates on the release of each episode. Talking IP is brought to you by BillTrader, the fintech solution that's purpose-built for IP firms. To learn more, visit BillTrader.com. In Episode 8, I'll be joined by Regina Quick, a director and head of the IP practice at Singapore-based IP firm One Legal. Reggie shares some of her favourite things to do in Singapore, including recommendations for the international IP community preparing for the inter-annual meeting in May.